This is Eric from Birmingham, Alabama. And I'm Jerry from Boston, Massachusetts. It's another Sunday podcast. just having way too much fun. Eric, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Here we are. It's another Sunday podcast. This is going to be our holiday show. We are getting ready for Hanukkah and for Christmas. I thought we'd talk a little bit about what we do with our families during the uh, holiday season and how we're going to do it this year with the uh, with the pandemic. But before that, I wanted to let the folks know that we uh, do have some special guests coming up to join us in some future episodes. Starting with on the 20th of December, Taylor Bloom will be joining us. Taylor is an actor musician. He has performed in a number of productions, including the most uh, recent with um, a touring company of the U.S. and Canada. He played Paul Simon in the Simon and Garfunkel story. Taylor will join us to talk about his experiences with the Simon and Garfunkel story, as well as he has an album coming out, and I believe we can maybe convince him to play a tune or two for the folks out there. So that's kind of exciting. Then on the 27th of December, Deb Catalano will be joining us, and Deb is a... A journalist, music journalist. She has some interesting stories. She's also p- works with public relations. So we'll be talking to her. And then on January the 10th, Ryan Matthews uh, joins us, Eric. He is the founder of a nonprofit organization called the Susie Foundation that he started in uh, memory of his mom who uh, passed from ALS. So he is down in the great state of Connecticut raising money uh, for patients in New England suffering from ALS. So that's just three of the guests we have upcoming in the very near future. Yes, it's very exciting. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to meeting them because you they're all from up there or you've you've met them and I have not. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it should, like I said, it should be exciting. I have I do know Deb and uh, and Ryan. I have met them and and uh, Taylor uh, and I uh, met, and we'll get into that whole story on the uh, on that episode. But we met uh, via his YouTube channel, and we have zoomed a couple of times, but we've never actually personally met. The pandemic has kept that from happening. So, but some exciting stuff and uh, from all three of our guests, and there's other guests that uh, that we're in the process of booking that are going to come on. And, and tell some uh, some interesting stories and some funny funny stories uh, as well. Uh, so I guess it's also a great time to tell our audience if you, the listener, have anything that's interesting uh, to talk about and want to be a part of our podcast. We want the podcast to be about you, not just about us. And you can do that by, if you know us personally, give us a call or you can email us at it's another Sunday podcast at gmail.com. Or if you're listening to us on YouTube, you can comment in the uh, comment section below. And also, if you haven't subscribed yet to our podcast, please do. And you'll be uh, notified of uh, all the episodes that we have uh, coming up. I thought it would be kind of interesting to talk a little bit about holiday traditions. 
the holiday season coming up of 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 Hanukkah and uh, and Christmas, talk about how how uh, what it was like growing up for you, what it was like pre-pandemic, and what we might be doing uh, this year in the 2020 uh, pandemic era. So let me ask you: uh, Do you do you recall uh, as a kid growing up what it was like around your house uh, during uh, Christmas? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So when I was little, uh, my grandpa, who lived in Pennsylvania, used to visit down here in Alabama, and I thought he was Santa Claus because he had this big van that he drove, and when he came. He always had the whole van just absolutely stacked to the top with Christmas presents, wrapped, ready to go, ready to stick under the tree, always just, I mean, packed full for everybody, for me and my sister, my cousin, uh, my aunt and my uncle, uh, my mom and dad, and the whole family, everybody down here, he had he had Christmas gifts for all of them. So, and, uh, and he would stay, uh, and usually he would stay about a week and then leave, I think before Christmas, right before, I think a couple of times he stayed through Christmas, but that was always a big highlight in the, in the Christmas time festivities. So, um, and then when I was little, we used to do the little advent calendar things and you you know you the ones you stick on your door and then mom and dad would like leave like little treats oh, like okay. Reese cups or something you know in there every morning yeah you wake up every morning you you get like a little piece of candy or something so we used to do that when i was little and then we always had a tradition of opening one gift just one you could choose which whatever one you want but just one gift on christmas eve that was a that was a uh so kind of ex- exciting kind of for for everybody, and then, or for you and, and your sister. Yeah, and uh, something that's become, as we got older, uh, the highlight um, of the of Christmas now is our church's uh, Christmas Eve candlelight service, which is always um, that's that's one of the well, I think it is the biggest service that our church has. Um, and it's very nice at the end, we all sing silent night and hold the candles up and they turn the lights out and everything. And it's, it's a really nice service and it kind of, you know, get your mind right about what the holidays all about. And in this year with, so, with the pandemic, is it, it, how has it changed? Is there anything different? Church still going to do their service like always? Well, the family stuff is is pretty much not going to change. Um, we, I mean, we don't have a whole lot of people coming over to begin with, so there's not a big deal there. But the the church is changing their their service. They're still going to do it inside, and they're going to do it just like they've always done. But they're they're ticketing the event, and there's only 300 tickets. They're free, but it's like a first come first serve thing where um, they're limiting the capacity. Um, and then they're also going to broadcast it. Uh, you perform at your church. Are you going to be performing uh, for this event? Yes. Uh, yeah, we always do a big thing with the orchestra, and uh, we usually have like four to five pieces that we play. And so, in fact, we're um, 
working on them now so getting them ready uh so you said facebook live is that the only platform do you know if there's a youtube uh platform or what if you want why don't you give a shout out to the church or plug for the church for folks who may be listening that want to tune in on on christmas eve if they're using yeah so i go to uh the first baptist church of columbiana columbiana alabama i know they do facebook live i don't know if they have it on youtube I, I can't remember if they do or not. We we can probably uh, uh, find out. With this episode is airing on the thirteenth of December or the week of the thirteenth, uh, perhaps um, in our 20, uh, December twentieth episode. If we do have that information, we can provide it out there. If not, we could always add it to the YouTube page so people can actually look it up uh, if they're interested in uh, in seeing um, what what happens um, at, at your church. So, what about you, Jerry? Uh, what are your traditions? We, um, growing up as a kid here, um, we were the, we were the open house. We had open houses for 4th of July and for Christmas where relatives, friends, neighbors, anybody that happened to be walking by on the street could just pop in and, uh, have a bite to eat. We exchanged presents with the relatives, uh, my grandparents. I mean, everybody we had, we had quite a crowd that came by on Christmas Eve and usually from eh, four or five, six o'clock dinner time on to maybe nine or ten o'clock, I can remember going to bed as a very young child with people still in the house because, you know, if you weren't sleeping, Santa didn't come. So we all went to bed early. But I can remember, you know, the relatives coming over and and like your family, we were, we were allowed to open, I think, at least one gift. Once in a while, we might have had a relative that said, oh, you know, let them open this or whatever. So there was always music. And, and the big, one of the big thrills was the food. People, it was, it was kind of like a potluck. People brought tons of food. We had, my mother and father made tons of food for this event. And but people would bring all sorts of food, everything and anything you can you can think of. But one of the highlights, one of the dishes that was in our family was a dish called rapi pie, and I believe it's spelled R A U P E E, and it's a French dish, a Canadian dish, and it's a chicken, potato, onion, vegetable kind of thing that was very interesting. That was baked. Uh, and I remember my father and his cousin getting together with this machine that they invented. They built this machine to grind potatoes, and they would grind 50 pounds, 100 pounds. I don't even know. There were just tons of potato. And they would grind these things into a bucket, take the bucket to the sink, and wring out all the starch and the water that's in the potato. And somehow I remember them doing this in old greasy T-shirts. <laughs> of course, we're going back, you know, to the 70s when nobody really cared about germs, I guess. But uh, but they would wring this stuff out as dry as they could get it. They would layer it in, this, in these pans, these baking pans, and they would bake it. And we'd have it, of course, for Christmas Eve. And relatives would take this home. They would just cut these pieces of this pie, and uh, and it was a pie. It wasn't a dessert. It was actually a meal, and it was it was awesome. I, it took a while for me to get used to it. I didn't like it so much as a kid. As I got older, I I, I fell in love with it. But rapi pie, uh, I believe now you can actually buy the frozen dough that you know the, to make for the crust of this thing. But they did everything from scratch, and they started early, early in the morning, and they went and baked it all day. 
in time for people to come and enjoy Christmas Eve and take a piece of pie home. Then as they get older and as people pass on, my sister got, sisters got married. Uh, it, it was a little bit different Christmas <clears throat> um, where we would then Christmas Eve, we would go to uh, to my sister's house. Once, once my father passed away, things changed a little bit as far as where Christmas Eve was held. And my sister hosted and we would go over there and it was kind of the same thing uh, with relatives coming over and uh, her, um, my, my, my brother-in-law, his family, and then of course our family and uh, kind of do the same thing. No Rappi pie that I recall. I'll be corrected by them if I'm wrong, but I don't recall the Rappi pie, but, but plenty, again, plenty of food, opening of gifts on Christmas Eve, and that was uh, how it was pre, pre-pandemic. This year, probably not as um, probably not going to be quite quite like that. Christmas Eve most likely will be spent here at home. Uh, we may do Zoom. We did do Zoom for Thanksgiving with uh, with the relatives, and uh, we're probably going to do that again just for this for this year. And hopefully, we'll be back to normal next year. So that's that's kind of that's kind of how. Christmas was around was around here. It was always a fun a fun time. And then on Christmas Day we traveled to people's homes and uh to visit people who who um either didn't come to the house on Christmas Eve or maybe they did, but we 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 would always visit one or two homes. I can remember going to my aunt and uncle's house and and uh and hanging out over there for for a while and playing with my cousins. Yeah, you know, did you have a um, That's interesting cuz my mom always talked about like and this is not Christmas related, but she talked about like even being young. Uh, she remembers going and and visiting relatives like every Sunday. Every Sunday you'd go and visit, or someone would come visit you, uh, a relative or or and it was kind of like everybody went to go visit everybody else on a Sunday afternoon. But you don't. Uh, that doesn't really happen much anymore. It seems at least it, not much where I'm at. No, and I and it's the same here. Um, you know, in probably future episodes, we'll talk about things that that we've we've done and, and miss for Christmas. Did you have any one favorite or one that you fondly remember? Ooh, I have one. Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, I mean, all of them are great. You know, and I, I do have a lot of memories attached to the gifts I got for Christmas. The one that sticks out the most is. Um, my grandfather gave both me and my dad a buffalo robe for Christmas one year. And oh, a, a what? buffalo robe, it's a buffalo hide. Oh, okay. A, a, a robe made of buffalo hide. Got it. Yeah, well, it's just okay. a skin. Just a big buffalo skin. Well, I, I, I didn't think he gave you like the whole animal and to wrap the animal uh, around. No, it. yeah. But, <laughs> um, but there was a close to where he lived there was a buffalo farm and they i guess they slaughtered them from time to time or whatever and they had they had some buffalo hides that were discounted and so he bought them and gave them to me and dad that year and that is uh, you know like out west um i think if my history memory serves me correctly the native americans out west a, a buffalo hide was a big deal. Like if that was a big gift and, and cause it's so warm in the winter time, you know, that's a valuable thing. 
And so me and dad, we do uh, historical reenactments. And so we were out in this field doing a reenactment in February after we had just gotten our buffalo robes. And so we were like, we're going to try these things out. You know, February, it's, it's cold. We're out in this field in the middle of nowhere. So, so I s- took a straw mattress and folded myself up like an omelet in that buffalo robe. And usually when you camp, you know, when you go camping, especially in the winter, you get you get cold. Doesn't matter how many layers you put on, you get cold. Sure. Sleeping in that buffalo robe was like being inside warm. Like like you're in a bed warm. <laughs> yeah, that's how warm it was. And it, those the hair on the hide just kind of closes itself up and just retains all of your body heat. I slept like a baby. It was awesome. And so that's that I still use it, you know, on my bed. I've got it on my bed here at the house. And, I you anticipated my question. Do you still oh, yeah. have it? How I so use, how, how old how old is it? Oh man. Maybe oh 6 years or so or I mean okay. or maybe more wow. than that, That's but great. I I use it anytime I go camping in the winter time. I I take it. So I don't I can't recall any one particular gift that I thought was the best gift, but I have an ice hockey game, which I'm a huge ice hockey fan. And there was this, I don't know if you've, you've seen these things that have, they're on the rod, then you, you kind of turn, uh, turn the rod. It's sort of like foosball, but with these little players. And it was on a stand, four-legged stand. It had the ice surface and, and all this stuff, you know, wood or whatever it was. And uh, never lasted long because you always bent the rods. You know, you get mad or something, score going, your little metal rod for bending. But I'll always remember that hockey game. I think we're kind of at the end of this episode. Uh, I went by pretty quick. We want to thank everyone for listening to uh, this episode. I want to wish everyone out there who is listening Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, um, and to remind everybody that next week's episode will feature our first guest on It's Another Sunday Podcast, Taylor Bloom. So that's all I have to say, my friend. You got the last word here. You know what I always say: roll with the changes. It's Another Sunday Podcast is produced by Eric and Jerry. Technical advisor, Tom Billadu. Music composed and performed by Tom Blaze. Check out Tom's YouTube channel at Tom Blaze. Until next time, it's Another Sunday Podcast. Thanks for listening.